0: Hey there, thank you for joining another episode of this podcast. Just a reminder, my intention is not to provide you with the news. However, as I consume the news and sporting activities in and outside of Guyana, I'll present you with some facts and opinions. So here's my view. Hey, okay. so the first round of the playoffs in the bag. And so many things to talk about, so many surprises. So we're going to get into that today. We're talking Lakers, LeBron, Luka, Westbrook, and all the losers of the first round and the winners as well. So let's get into it today. And here's my view. <music> have a special function coming up for you ladies want to look glam want to have a face beat or you just feel like pampering yourself well today here's an opportunity you can check out bromeliad rnc for everything black opal you go down there and you ask for renee chester or you can check her out on facebook at renee chester facebook forward slash Rene chester or check out the store facebook forward slash bromeliad b-r-o-m-e-l-i-a-d dot r-n-c on facebook for everything black opal you can call them on 231 1022 that's 231 1022 or mobile 679-9212 you can always get that number on whatsapp as well for in-person booking lot 28 queen street kitty that's just two doors from the winjama hotel you just go down there and check it out for all your makeup needs whether you're looking for a good look for a special occasion or you just want to have yourself pampered and look glam check out bromeli at rnc and tell renee chester you heard it here on here's my view So let's go. <clears throat> you know they say that talent always wins. Not in team sports. I will say that team beats talent. But I'll go further by saying, talented teams always wins. Talented team will always win. Not because you have talent means you would beat the team. But a team will be talent, but talented teams always wins once they're healthy. And I'll put that asterisk right there, because if any lesson is to be learned from this season of the NBA thus far, is that talented teams will always win. So let's take a rundown. We had the Milwaukee Bucks sweeping. The NBA finalists. Miami Heat. Sweep. I didn't see that coming. Yeah, they were talented. But I actually expected a fight. From Jimmy. And those guys. Because, you know, Jimmy's a dog. And Jimmy goes hard. And it seems as if Spo just just didn't have enough. Um, Slowing down Giannis. Putting up, packing up pain. I think that. Bam was big enough to at least do some work. But, man, the acquisition of Drew Holiday, underrated, but it proved it's worth. Middleton got better, and Giannis seemed to be playing different, at least in this round. So, yeah, I expected a loss, but not a sweep. Again, talented team won. Should I say, when the Brooklyn Nets come on, talk about talent, my word. Except for that one slip-up where it took a Herculean effort from the up and coming, or probably he's arrived already, Jason Tatum, 50-piece. That was a rude awakening one for the Brooklyn Nets. It was an amazing show for us to watch. Those of you who enjoy the NBA, but boy, oh boy, did light that fire under them Brooklyn Nets, boy. That guy they call Kevin Durant, he is different. And Kyrie Irving was playing as a man possessed as well. He he clearly had a point to prove. Yeah, extracurricular activities when him stomping the <clears throat> the leprechaun personally, I liked it. I know it was controversial and Kendrick Perkins and, and all the other guys came out and say that said that, you know, this wasn't cool. But here's what, I liked it. He was getting it from the crowd. This is the first time he's back there in Boston um, since the whole debacle with him wanting out and all of that and all of that. And so, They were giving it to him. And he gave it to them. We saw Uncle Drew. Uncle Drew came. Did what he did. And exactly that's what the Boston Celtics got a stomping. So, I liked it. Show love, bro. I enjoyed it. I mean, this is my show. So, (laughs) you feel free to challenge me. But I liked it. And Brooklyn just, again, talented team won. And... I seriously don't know. Boston Celtics. I'll just pause on them for a bit. Boston Celtics is probably the most disappointing team right now for the past few years. Coming from a position where they were in pole position to sign Anthony Davis. Not only that, but they traded down to get Jason Tatum as part of the building blocks for a championship caliber team after advancing and looking like they were right there not only that a barrage of picks to be able to acquire talent but look where the boston celtics is right now somebody like Kyrie forced forces way out but i'll say it again the turning point for that franchise was how they treated isaiah thomas they needed to pay that dude and even if they paid him and eventually used him as a piece later on, they should have paid him because he paid his dues to that team. I don't ascribe to karma, but I guess that's what people describe it as. And what, what is described as karma? Because you did him wrong. And with Danny Age stepping down and, and, and Brad Steven being promoted and still... I don't know, I really don't know, but I, I, I hope for the talent that they possess that they're able to figure it out, and somehow Boston Celtics can be wrong from this. But yes, talented teams always wins. And then we swing all the way out west, where we had... Oh, before we go west, let's talk about the Philly. Oh, Philly, Philly. Philly 76ers. The big show. Trust the process. Trust the process. Personally, I enjoy watching Joel Embiid play. He's a character. He's full of life. And for the last two seasons, he's been locked in. This season, he had a near MVP type he was right he is right up there Um, but yes help really got in the way Ben Simmons actually took trees yes I said it Ben Simmons was taking trees and shooting the ball instead of just being under the rim and taking rebounds and, and getting those dives and dunks and all of that so their progress is actually good to see and yeah so but Washington Imagine that. They had talent. Russell Westbrook, missed the Walking, triple-double, history on his, on his side. Bradley Beal, yeah, he was a bit hurt. Not a bit hurt, he was unhealthy. But he came into to the playoffs, looked like a man who was ready to work. But again, just a few points off of being the highest scorer in the league. Talented, but guess what? A talented team want talent even off the be- on the bench in Doc Rivers. So they saw themselves, and the big surprise. I mean, yes, the Atlanta Hawks were a very good team. The Knicks, in my view, were the team with the most momentum. And they they seemed poised. They were look. They were looking ready. Um, the garden was packed. Julius Randle just got his award. Derek Rose seemed like the clock was turned back. We were ready to see Tom Thibodeau do his thing again. He's in the playoffs. And just like that, <coughs> it all fizzled out. And it seems like. The Knicks just weren't ready. They weren't. They weren't ready. And... Trey... Trey Old. Because that boy ain't young. (laughs) Trey Old did it. He did the business people. And... And he did it in fine fashion. Giving them the ceremonial bow. To bring it home. (laughs) But yeah... That was a good series to watch. But if you were a Nick fan, I'm sorry for you. Coming out west now where we had some marquee matchups. The Utah Jazz, Memphis Grizzlies. Again, talented team beats talent. Memphis is a talented team. But they have good talent. Um, But Utah, the number one seed. They were a talented team. For the first game, yes, I said that no Donovan Mitchell, John Morant and and squad had a chance. But we saw once Donovan came back, it was over. It was a wrap. And everybody else was just G'd up because they played their roles well there in Utah. And it's going to be interesting to see them in the second round. Um, But, yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty cool. It's good to look. Look at Denver. Yo, big shout-outs to Joe Cage. That guy, the MVP, MVP, most valuable player in the league. He was and is the most valuable player for the Nuggets this season. We are, I, I don't know, but I believe like every other basketball fan, We were saying that, you know, Jamal Murray was the dude, and yeah, he is the dude. But what the joke has shown us, that he is there and he's ready. and He's been coming and he has arrived and should be given the title of MVP for this season. But boy, oh boy, did he have to come up against some talent. And a talented team in the Blazers. My word, was Dame Lillard a man possessed or not? There were some impossible shots. And I kid you not, if you go back and check it, that game that went into double overtime. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Look at the last play. I dare you, go back and check that last play in the first overtime. That 3 pointed that Dame Lillard hit, with a few seconds, with 2.3 seconds left on the clock, or or thereabout, or 1.3, was it? He was fouled. And I actually saw the referees at the beginning of the second overtime admitting to him that, yes, it was a foul. They missed it, but let's continue to play. Imagine if they had caught that four-point play. That means the Blazers would have went up in that series. I would have been talking, but here's what if you know what <laughs> I had wings, it would have fly, <laughs> yes, yeah, so they lost <laughs> they lost very good performance. Damien Lillard is that kid A bit frustrated now, and I could understand his frustration. He's remained loyal to that team is stuck it out thick and thin but yeah definitely that That organization needs to have a shake up they need to find a way to get some more talent few people are coming to portland lamarcus aldridge left portland um carmelo is there carmelo aye, kudos to mellow man stay mellow that guy has been balling and i love it but i think that they need more talent to be an even more talented team to beat talented teams like Denver. Denver had players and role players who did their bit. And so that team won and they went forward. CJ McCollum coming back was awesome. Missed a few key shots down the stretch, turnovers and all the like. But yeah, they they need organization. They need to sort themselves out and position themselves better to be able to win. And so, Yeah. They were supposed to lose. But my word, the Clippers and the Mavericks. This is where I pause just a bit. Pause just a bit. Oh yeah, I'm back. (laughs) So let's talk Dallas. Luka the Don Dungeon. There are few things we can say about this guy that are negative. Yet we can say he's not good on the defensive side. He's not a good defender. He may not have endurance. But what else can we say? He's a young player experienced all-star player. He's got he knows how to control his team's offense. He is a superb offensive player. My word, you know, people are making comparisons to the likes of Kevin Durant and all that and all that. And all. I mean, yeah, we don't need to go there. He's not on that level. I'll just put it out there. He is not a Kevin Durant. He is not a James Harden. He may be closer to James Harden than a Kevin Durant, but Luka is a Luka, and Luka is that Good. He is extremely good. And folks, he is coming. The Luka Doncic is coming. The Dallas Mavericks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. They ain't going nowhere. Dallas ain't going nowhere. Luke is coming, but they ain't going. So you know the problem right there. Christoph Sporzingas, bro, get healthy. Two, get your head in the game, please. The team literally had to, after three games, cater to him just so that he could be engaged. Come on, you're making millions. You You were traded from the Knicks because you didn't want to be there. You have an opportunity. You're in Dallas. It seems like you want to be in Dallas. But you're playing like you don't even want to be there. What's going on, bro? You have probably one of the most explosive offensive players and effective offensive players in the league right now playing in front of you. All you need to do is just play your role. 15, 17, 20 points a night. 8 rebounds, 3 assists. That will do. Because Luke is giving 30 plus. So 30 and 20 is 50. And you have good enough players. Tim Hardaway Jr., um, Brooks. All those guys that can give you another 15. And you already have. You get your free throws and what's not. And and off the bench. You will get points. So if you you do the math. 50, 15 by 2 is 30. That's 80 points. And you will definitely get another combined 20, 25 points from your bench. That's 105 points. You're supposed to be winning a bit more games. Yes, you guys went on a good stretch, a good run to even make the playoffs. Kudos to you. But you're not going anywhere with a crying unicorn. Yeah, because that's his name. That's his calling him a, a unicorn. And maybe it's time for Carlisle to look at himself in the mirror and realize that the NBA is not like 11 years ago when they won. Or was it 10? It doesn't matter. That's been a decade. A decade has passed. So you guys need to fix what's going on down there. Get Lucas some help because he is coming. But again, Dallas... You heard it. They ain't going nowhere. They ain't going nowhere if they don't get the talent. One thing will happen if they don't. Luke is going to go somewhere. (laughs) Luke is going to go somewhere. Come to the Lakers, please. (laughs) So on the subject of the Lakers, my word, my word, my word. Hold a bit. The clippers. What about my guy Lu Let's talk a bit about him. <laughs> Ooh, everybody said that was a weak move, Tyloo. You going down, you avoiding, you're throwing games, you, you want the Mavericks. Well Lu turns out to be a genius cause he knew what he was seeing. He saw that this was a matchup. And not only that, it created a pot an easier part to conference finals <laughs> for the Clippers. <laughs> kudos, Tyler. Kudos. Even I was like, yo, that was weak. It, it's, it was very clear that they were throwing games. It was very clear. Two clear games that they were giving up because they wanted the Mavericks and they wanted to avoid Denver in the first round. <laughs> yeah, so it worked. And what needed to happen is that Their talented team needed to show up. And we had a historic battle for the first round where only one time the home team actually won a game, which was game seven. And didn't we see a game seven? Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi old school. Mr. Fun guy was crazy and i enjoyed that i enjoyed seeing a superstar superstar play like a superstar and a star who is paul george come on people we need to put some respect on that dude's name pg 13 is now even though older he's back to health when he was in indiana when he went to two straight conference finals. And was knocked out again. By a more talented team. The Miami Heat. Twice. But Paul George has been consistent. Throughout this season. And we gotta give props to Paul George. Gotta give props to him. I mean yes it's the first round. But it was probably the hardest round. They may play. Um, to, in my view. Because. Because they're good enough they're deep enough and and they needed to have both their stars look at the minutes they played and paul george was bright up there i think he averaged about 18 19 points and i think it was three games if if memory serves me correct again this is not a show on stats this is me talking sharing things with you and i'm pretty sure that as you follow along, you're like yeah i agree Nah, i don't think you're talking shit but here that's my view but <laughs> well, i'm happy that you tune in and go ahead share it send it to your friends send it to your family get it out there let's talk um and if if you have some feedback as well send me a message i'll include it on the show the next time because it's my view but i'm inviting your view as well so we can have a good time talking so yeah well, Paul George has been good. Reggie Jackson stepped up. They got some minutes from the other bench. Come on, man. That team was talented and they showed themselves out. Kudos to the performance from the Mavericks. But yeah, Clippers did their business. And on to the real, the real team of LA. Let me tell you something. I call her name Samantha Grant. Biggest Lakers fan. One of the biggest Lakers fans in the world. But she will just keep that quiet. And we talk. And we talk quietly. Hey someone to pick up yourself. (laughs) But at the starting of this season, we were so excited we won a championship. It was a terrible year. That's the first person that reached out to me when Kobe Bryant died. And she was like, yo, Raja, I need to do this. I'm going to go there. I need to go to this event. That event, she needed to be there because Kobe is her guy. She made arrangements, gave up tickets to be at the final game, one, or, one of Kobe's final games um, in her city to be able to watch it and appreciate that. Um, And so, yes, she is a Kobe fan, but she's also a LeBron James fanatic. Fanatic. And she rides hard for the Lakers. Extremely hard, because that's our team. And at the beginning of the season, we spoke. Usually have our powwow. And both of us agreed that the Lakers were building this roster, having let go of Rajon Rondo, JaVale McGee, Dwight Howard. Those were key players, key pieces in our championship run. And to see what they were bringing in, it was very clear that the Lakers' eyes were past the season and they were looking only to the postseason. And I said to her, we will struggle to make the playoffs the only comfort I have is that we have a LeBron James and an Anthony Davis. If healthy, and we both use those words, if healthy, can win it all. Even at, and I think we call the sixth or seventh spot. That's what we were saying. Um, Samantha, you could chime in at some point. Um, Mention in the comments. But we both said we will struggle. In the regular season. Uh, yes we got off the flyer and all that but what 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 reality said and showed us. We were coming off of a protracted season where start and stop. Went into the bubble. The bubble was already uncomfortable and all that. Came out of the bubble after winning seventy one days between the season seventy one days on an aging body, 71 days on a body like Anthony Davis that is usually not healthy, has never played 82-game seasons yet. Um, I don't even think he's played 80 games in his career in any season as yet. And so you know the fragility is what we're messing with. And as time goes on, you will see um, diminishing returns. And that's what we saw. We were flying high until one stupid, crazy injury. And it just takes one, what do you say? A small leak will sink a great ship. And sadly, that is what happened to our ship, our championship. Our defending champions, my defending champions went down to a talented team. In the Phoenix Suns boy oh boy so where does the NBA go from here what I'll tell you is that for all of the matchups I mentioned just now for all 16 teams I mentioned just now either one of them if they did things better could have won their series And so I can tell you where the envy goes from here. It's going to be a dog-eat-dog. Dog-eat-dog season next year. Where does that leave the Lakers? We need to get ourselves together and prepared. Everybody's saying it. Anthony David needs to get healthy. Not just healthy. Stronger. Come on. LeBron James needs to realize that he's getting older. And... Needs to do what he did a bit more in the final game. Get on the block. You're stronger, bigger, more athletic, and I would I would say even gifted. My gosh, gifted than many others. And as every every single aging superstar have done, they've worked out ways to better their game. And it's always using better footwork in the paint. In the last two seasons, granted, I've seen LeBron go to work in the paint. And I love it. It looks really good. It's really effective. But for some strange reason, this season, he settled more for trees. He's taken more trees this season than he has. And and that jump shooting is not necessarily the way to go when your body is going. Because jump shooting invites again offend, a defenders to come at you and you saw that stupid injury whereas the play wasn't on a jump shot that kind of injury um, is you're always flirting with it no when you're jump shooting when you get on the block, Yes, you'll use those big shoulders that you have. Similarly, Anthony Davis, come on, bro. You need to get healthy. Come on. You need to get stronger. Come on. You need to stop with the nonsense. Um, Prima Donna, every time you get hit, you're on the floor. You are no longer a point guard. You had your growth sport. You're now in the NBA, and you are a center Whoever coaches the Lakers team going forward needs to say to Anthony Davis, you're here on the team, you won an NBA title playing the five in the fourth quarter and deliberately playing the five and you need to go forward playing the five. Lakers don't need to have no big long line of centers in a backup because we're catering to a star. He signed a four-year contract, deal with it, come on. We don't need to have Marcus Gasol and Montrezl Harrell and Andrew Drummond and Ivan Tintekumpo as backups, but we ain't really backing them up because they're they not sure whether they're going to play or not just because we're catering to Anthony Davis and his t- For all his talent, for all his skills, he needs to be exploiting the five. When he does that, he gives LeBron more room to work because he dives he, in on the pick and roll. He's able to not only... Get to the, the rim to get the rebound, but he scores as well. We've seen it happen, it's worked. That's my view. Anthony David needs to be playing the five. Whoever coaches the Lakers going into the next season should say to AD, Listen, you get bigger, you get stronger, you have all the talent, but you'll be paying five for most of the season, especially in the playoffs. If you want to win, you need to sacrifice. You're no longer in, 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 in at the Pelicans. We're not gonna talk about the Pelicans and Zion and BI and, and Lonzo and all those guys. Those are my peeps, yeah. But we're talking at the Davis and the Lakers, and you need to be playing five. Bro. There'll be times yeah, we'll give you a chance, and you should get a chance to play four, but play the five and we win. We win, but we need to find a better point guard. Um and we need to get younger. Yes, I could go ahead and say that we waged our future i'm all that but it paid off we got 17th ring a 17th banner 17th championship we're grateful but we need to get younger we missed the trick in not signing and that's another thing myself and samantha talked about we should have acquired victor oladipo i hear everybody talking about kyle laurie at the, at the trade deadline and then and it should be coming in i i felt like we should have gone after victor oladipo he's young he's talented He knows how to run a team. And you give Anthony Davis, who is going to be the cornerstone of the Lakers, a young point guard who can actually run the offense as well. Because eventually, I mean, Father Time has won every single battle. And LeBron is going to move on. But you need to have somebody there that is able to take over and, and the Lakers franchise continue. But hey, we're the Lakers. We usually buy <laughs> good players from anybody. But we've lost. Um, and so where does the NBA go from here? We see the likes of Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, James Harden, um, Trey Young, the Joker, Chris Paul, Devin Booker. And those guys are doing their thing. Um, Giannis is still in there working. Joel Embiid and his guys. Um, Kyrie... Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. So this, this, this is going to be an interesting um, NBA playoffs. I believe a talented team will win. At this point, the clear favorites are the Brooklyn Nets because they're the most talented team. But I will close off by saying this again: Yes, talent wins, but talent loses to teams. Teams be team be talent. But talented teams always win. So that's my hot take for today. Talented teams always win. Team beats talent. But talented team always wins.